the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. In Nairobi, people from nationalities of more than 30 nations were amongst the dead. President Trump to release his 2020 budget plan shortly. White House Economic Advisor Larry Kudlow says Mr. Trump has an eye on that growing budget deficit. We believe the 3% growth rate of 2018 will continue in 2019 and beyond 2020 and so forth. I think uh, the other element is always to limit spending. And the president is proposing um, roughly a 5% across the board reduction in domestic spending accounts. It will be a tough budget. Cudlow appeared this morning on Fox News Sunday. This is SRN News. Larry Elder teaches the Democrats a history lesson. Policies enacted by FDR account for, according to these researchers, 60% of the weak recovery. Without the policies, they contend that the Depression would have ended in 1936 instead of the year that the slump actually ended, 1943. Calling this the Green New Deal shows profound historical ignorance. The Larry Elder Show, afternoons at 5 on AM 1280. The Patriot. Intelligent Radio. Up next on The Patriot, it's the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Today is the Closer Edition. The Closer is out today. In his stead, we have the headliner, Mitch Berg. He's coming up next. Do not forget about the March Mayhem sale. It's up there at the website, am1280thepatriot.com. It's a great opportunity to get your business out there to listeners, to get your nonprofit out there to listeners. Get all the details for the March Mayhem sale am1280thepatriot.com, sunshine and 30 today. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing. The show that is making talk radio great again. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. My name is Mitch Berg. In for Brad Carlson, who is off on assignments today in Washington, D.C. I'm sure he'll bring back a fascinating report next week. He's off with Mrs. Carlson. So they're making it apparently a team assignment. Uh, I guess we could call it team coverage of Washington, D.C. when they return. If, in fact, we were a TV station, which, thankfully, we're not. Radio is so much more fun. Where was it? Oh, yeah. My name is Mitch Berg. My blog, shotinthedark.info. My anniversary on the radio here. At AM 1280, The Patriot uh, is 15 years just past this past uh, Wednesday was the official 15th anniversary of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. This means, per force, that we will be having a 10th anniversary party sometime soon. Since we didn't make the 10th anniversary party, we slipped that one just a tad. Uh, you can count on it probably happening sometime when America, when uh, the Twin Cities cigar patio scene has been exhumed and thawed out just a tad. But that is uh, coming in the near future here, so stick around. Make your plans. Clear out all your Saturday nights between now and the State Fair, just in case, wherever it is said to put it here. Okay, that'd be fantastic. Brad Carlson will be back next week. I am in today, and as I often do, uh, when I'm filling in for Brad, I decided to take a slightly different tack, focusing less on the actual stories that happened this past week and something just a little more on some of the big picture subjects. And sometimes it's fun to kind of look at stories that, that happen in isolation and yet tie into a larger theme that, that interests and fascinates. And, well, let's be honest, when it comes to dealing with progressives, scares the bejeebers out of me. And, uh, or at the very least motivates me to try and get better out of myself, out of the conservative movement, out of the Republican Party, and 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 out of each other in my own little way. And there's a bunch of those going on out there. I mean, you see some big ones, like the behavior of the likes of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and uh, Rashida Tlaib, and of course, uh, what's her name? 
oh, she's been all the papers. She's in Minneapolis. Ilhan Omar. Yeah. Uh, boy, I had a hard time following that name for just a second there since I don't hear about her very much. Anyway, uh, but there's, uh, those are big stories, and we'll touch on those because they tie into the theme that I want to touch on this first hour today. And that is uh, d- 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 what people see when they see when they say they are looking for a better. Well, I'll come back to that because there's a couple stories that that tie into the, this theme that I almost said but didn't quite say because, quite frankly, I love a good cliffhanger. But I'm going to read a couple of these stories here and just kind of tie them into. The, the the larger theme I'm looking for here during this first hour here. Now, the first story is this. Now, if you've listened to this broadcast for the past, I don't know, 15 years or any part thereof, you'll know that I favor defunding of the National Endowment for the Arts. And I say this to my progressive friends, and I have some, and my mere you know, big L liberal friends, and they say, what, do you hate the arts? What are you going to do without art? I say, well, no, I am an artist. I am a musician. I'm a writer. I've got a book. I've got an album. I am a practicing, somewhat working artist. And in fact, I like to consider this show perhaps the Twin Cities' foremost piece of performance art. Yeah, no, this isn't. This isn't a, a weekly broadcast. This is. This is an ongoing installation. Yeah, this broadcast is art. Of the highest form, at least in terms of conceptual performance art. And when you compare it with the art, oh, I'm going to run with it. Sure, why not? Uh, and, and you say, oh, you're just being silly because artists, well, they live around other artists. They live in lofts. They, 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 they eat vegan food and, and they, they make pretentious pieces about not necessarily. No. I mean, art is anything that, that prompts people to think about things in a way other than they might naturally do. It's, a, it's something that takes your head out of where you're at and, and gets you to think about something, whether it's yourself or the universe or politics or the people around you, your society, your community, your property, whatever. It gets you to think about these things in, in a way that you might not have otherwise, whether it's telling you a story that makes you think or giving you a, some visual image or, in the case of this broadcast, the Twin Cities' foremost piece of, of political performance art, excuse me, foremost installation of political performance art going on, uh, going on 16 years now, uh, getting you to think about things via the miracle of the dead-on, logical, rhetorically stated verbal premise. I'm an artist, doggone it. Anyway, uh, and, and art is anything that does that in its own way. I mean, if you want to cast the net broadly. And an artist is anyone who can put together something that can make people think about something, whatever it is in a different way via whatever medium, whether it's writing, whether it's visual art, sculpture, pottery, music, dance, doesn't matter. And, and, and that has been one of the reasons, by the way, that I favor defunding of the National Endowment of the Arts. I'll, and I'll explain this why, because, again, I'm all for art. I'm an artist. You're listening to Bleeding Edge Art. You are. My blog as well, by the way, uh, written version of this very same broadcast, uh, excuse me, <clears throat> installation, uh, is itself art. Okay? But there's a couple of reasons that the National Endowment of the Arts has crushed art in this country, has nearly destroyed it, not just the National Endowment for the Arts, but the, its companion organization, the National Endowment for the Humanities. What they have done is, well, two two great crimes against real art. Number one, they have subsidized the creation of an artistic class in this country whose only real reason to exist is to preserve itself. And when you have a class of people, whether they are government employees who work for the government employees union or they're basically to make sure that they uh, have made sure that their, their, their positions are 
secure for the rest of their working lives or age 50, whichever comes first, uh, that causes problems. Likewise, when you have a community of people whose primary job, and by the way, that community is both, quote, artists, end quote, and the people who administer this subsidy to an arts community, to a community of people who basically see themselves as, as put here to create art on the public tab one way or the other, uh, then suddenly you're not focusing on creating things. You're focusing on, uh, on preserving the pipeline from us, the taxpayer, to you. And that's... That destroys real art, and it's and and I say this because the evidence of this destruction is all around us. the The idea that you have created this self referential, smug, elitist, arrogant class of people. Oh, by the way, and politically completely homogenous class of people who quote create art end quote for a quote living end quote destroys art. It is anti-artistic. The idea that you've created a system to crank out art and bulk rates for, for a public subsidy is the exact opposite of art. And as case in point, and, 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 and by the way, the, the bureaucrats who administer the Na- National Endowment of the Arts, even worse, because they're the, just there to create bureaucratic positions for themselves. I should say it's even worse. I mean, naked self-advancement and transfer of taxpayer funds to you uh, without putting a veneer of of, uh, benefit to society over it uh, is at least honest or at least mildly less dishonest. But case in point that the National Endowment of the Arts has created a culture in this country that destroys art but is perfectly fine at transferring taxpayer money to, well, them. To them. This piece came out this past week. According to a press release from the uh, activist group In Decline, over two dozen, quote, men and women of color and members of the LGBT community, end quote, placed leashes and custom-made dog collars on white men in red Make America Great hats and walked them on all fours up and down Hollywood Boulevard on Sunday. The group says that their performance, end quote, was based on Cardi B's recent Twitter battle with Tommy Lauren, in which the crass rapper told the right-wing pundit, quote, leave me alone or I'll dog walk you. Because the left has such respect for women. Yes, see, but you see this 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 thing this this sh- this spectacle that was put on of 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 people who won the intersectional lottery, uh, quote dog walking. The people who apparently have lost the intersectional lottery, white men in MAGA hats. You can call it what you want. You can call it a demonstration. You can call it trolling the majority. You can call it being a sore loser. You can call it all three. Honestly, they're all true. And yeah, you can call it art because art is the most subjective term there is in the English language. But it's not good art. It's smug. It is entitled. Oh, the entitlement is is thick enough to cut with a chainsaw into thin slices. And this and and it's well, it's it's done with the sort of entitlement that comes from knowing that nothing you have no skin in the game either personally because of course you're in Hollywood and 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 you're untouchable there and you're being financed by the taxpayer. That's right. You the hot tar rougher from Richfield. You, the guy who works for the sanitation company in Invergrove Heights. You, the guy who works at a machine shop in in, in uh, St. Louis Park. You are the people, symbolically, 
that they are dog walking up and down Hollywood Boulevard in MAGA hats because you are the people they have contempt for because you beat them in the last election and, excuse me, the 2016 election, an election to which they believe they were entitled, and you are going to pay for it or you are going to have people with guns beating down your door to make you pay for it if you follow through on it long enough. Which means you are supporting art that you disagree with, and you are also being kept out of the, 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 the press, should you be so inclined, of responding with art of your own. Oh, this is just part of the larger theme. We'll be back with uh, much more uh, in a moment here. 651-289-4488, or you can join me on the Twitter hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM1280, The Patriot. How would you like to save up to $500 on your next vacation package? Any vacation package anywhere in the world. Just call Superior Travel and mention the code RADIO and save up to $500. We'll design a custom, fantastic vacation just for you. With all the bells and whistles. Not some cookie-cutter vacation, but a unique, all-included vacation customized by one of our exclusive travel experts. And our service is completely free. You pay nothing more. So why waste your time? Let us do it for you. We've got over 100 years of travel experience to help create the perfect trip for you. Call now and learn how to save up to $500 on your next custom vacation. Pick up the phone, call Superior Travel, and use the code word RADIO. 800-472-1494. 800-472-1494. That's 800-472-1494. Hey, it's Lee Michaels here along with our general manager, Nick Anderson. We're highlighting our March Mayhem event. March Mayhem? March Mayhem. (laughs) This is a great deal. This is the first time we've ever done this. It is. It's giving you an opportunity, if you're a business owner, uh, somebody who runs a nonprofit, to take advantage and really grow your business. Yeah, and this is a really cool package. It's a $2,500 advertising package, regularly priced four thousand dollars so it's fifteen hundred dollars off and here's what you get you get access to fifty thousand of your best prospects contact names are your best prospects plus ready plus you get 25 radio commercials here to use in the month of march and once the snow melts it is going to be home improvement central so if you're a home improvement company now is the time to take advantage of this sale yeah and how do they take advantage of this you have to be in the queue We only have 10 of these packages. We've already sold one. So we have nine remaining. Here's how you get in the queue. You call our March Mayhem hotline, 651-289-4444, 651-289-4444. We have to get you in the queue so we can keep track of it, but you leave your name, your number on the voicemail, and we'll get back to you. And the neat thing is about this, too, we're going to help you through this whole thing. We'll provide the contacts. We're going to help you develop the campaign execute the campaign, write, produce the commercials, get everything done, basically turnkey. This is very turnkey. You know what? We work with a lot of small and medium-sized businesses. We know you have to work on your business and you have to make money. Let us do the heavy lifting. Come and try us. The best way to do it, March Mayhem Hotline, 651-289-4444, 651-289-4444. We'll get right back to you, get you in the queue, and take advantage of this great offer It's our March Mayhem event, 651-289-4444. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Yes, I am Mother Nature's son. 651-289-4488. 651-289-4488, the number to call. I'm detecting a theme here today. <laughs> Keen-eared listeners to the show can tell by the relative 
well, let's just call it schizophrenic eclecticism of the soundtrack that our old friend and executive producer, the Conciliari, is, is back behind the glass for today. Uh, Conciliari, welcome back. Always fun to be back, Mitch. I always look forward to these, especially yeah. Sundays. It's so quiet. Sundays is nice and quiet. And you've got a completely different crowd listening. And, of course, you've got a crowd that's listening to Brad's usual soundtrack and expecting Brad's <laughs> usual soundtrack. And just I'm just picturing hair standing on end here as, <laughs> around the metro as we do this today. They'll have to cope with it for, for one weekend. That's right. That's right. We'll be back, too. Brad will be back next weekend. And, uh, that's why... I try to reassure people of every time I come on the show here. Brad will be back, but he is off uh, on assignment enjoying a well-earned break uh, this week anyway. So uh, previous segment I said I, I fund uh, favored defunding the National Endowment of the Arts, but it wasn't, and for good reason, because it destroys art. If you, if you pay people to do something or to be something, they will do or be it. And in the case of the National Endowment for the Arts and its companion organization, the National Endowment for the Humanities, they pay, pay people to be terrible artists, terrible intellectuals, terrible thinkers, to, to do terrible art and terrible research and terrible writing and terrible music uh, based on themes that, that, are, that, that, that the bureaucracy wants to push. But believe it or not, Subject wasn't about that. It was, in fact, about the artist's, quote, art, end quote, the uh, walking of white men up and down Hollywood Boulevard on dog leashes as they wore MAGA hats. And it wasn't even about the, the, the self-abnegation that the subjects uh, of, of the, quote, art, end quote, went through, although I have to figure there was some NEA money involved there as well. Uh buying extras from a talent agency or a temp service, most likely, I'd, I'd have to guess. But what I do want to point out is that this, quote, <clears throat> art, end quote, was the, the target of the art was, of course, a, a roughly a third of the population. I mean, you do the math. About 11% of America is, is African-American, 12% is African-American, 15% is Latino, 2% is Asian. That gets us up to 29. About two-thirds of America is, is of some, some variety of Caucasian or another, which means about a third of Americans are Caucasian males. So if you hate white males in MAGA hats, you hate the people who voted in overwhelming numbers for Donald Trump. And that is a fact. Caucasian males in this country, especially as you move from the middle on down the economic ladder, voted overwhelmingly for Donald Trump. So it's not a logical stretch to say that the, quote, <clears throat> artists, <laughs> end quote, uh, are, are doing this sort of art out of some degree of hatred for the subjects of the, <laughs> quote, art, end quote. And you might say, oh, no, Berg, it's not hatred, uh, to which I'd respond. If I were to put together a, quote, art, end quote, installation, where a bunch of white guys paraded a bunch of men and women of color and members of the LGBT community up and down uh, the street on dog collars, people would call it at the very least an incredibly bad, tasteless uh, uh, joke. And we know this because people were doing that 35 years ago. I mean... <laughs> There was a joke about more or less that in the movie. This is Spinal Tap. It was put out there as a as a sign of 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 the band's fictional band's disconnection from reality, uh, and this was in 1984. So uh, it would be called a hate crime today. It would be called a hate crime today. And if it's a hate crime against <clears throat> men and women of color and members of the LGBT community then it is, logically, a crime of hatred against white guys in MAGA hats. If it's hate for one, it is hate for the other. If you disagree, by the way, I, I most definitely uh, want to, 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 to hear 651-289-4488. 
I will tell you right now, you're crawling up a, a logical hill. You're not going to make it up. But, but the point being, these, quote, <laughs> artists, <laughs> end quote, are, are, are committed. I'm not going to call it a hate crime because the term is overused, but they are venting hatred towards one of the two largest classes of people in this country. And by the way, they have that they 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 have that same hatred for white women of whatever uh, class that supported Donald Trump as well, and of of which there were very 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 many, uh, adding up to a total of well, right around half the population. Now, what does this actually mean? What is the larger point I'm going for here? Showing their hatred for just about half the population, including uh, the largest, or excuse me, the second largest and parts of the first largest <clears throat> intersectional uh, grouping in American society. Well, we'll get to that in just a moment here. But let's uh, go to Hopkins. Dan, welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And I'm looking at the call board. It says, and, and it's out of the corner of my eye, it looks like it says, question on Tupac. And then I realized, no, we're not, we're not talking about hip hop here. And yet we could also almost make that work as well. But I see it is in fact, just on topic. So go ahead, Dan, um, uh, you're on the air. Hello, Mitch. Hey, you are a fine singer and guitarist. Oh, really? Kudos to you. Yes, you are. Thank you very much. You're your drummer, Paul. And, um, Paul and uh, your famous drummer, Paul. Oh, I know you are. Thank you very much. I'm much obliged. <laughs> it's a small world. Uh, question or comment? Go right ahead. You're on the air. What would be a strategy, do you think, in, um, in, present, in, in defeating this leftist, another, one more leftist voice, National Endowment for the Arts? Um, I did have the opportunity. I think there are some Congress people that one could probably win over, and I think Dean Phillips may be one. Do tell. Maybe I'm, I met him yesterday. And okay. uh, he's a, he, I, unless I'm a really uh, a misjudged person that's not well at judging character, I, I just do believe, maybe because he's a newbie, he is a capitalist. Right. He seems very receptive to discussion with people of dissenting views. That's an interesting concept, and it's one of the reasons I'm actually doing this hour here is to 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 talk about the different languages by which uh, the quote two sides end quote approach issues here because people on the left have a fundamentally different language than people on, on the right. And Dean Phillips, as you point out, is a person from a I don't know if he's a businessman so much as as he is someone from a who who's who's was born into a business family uh, the part of the Phillips uh, distilled spirits family uh yeah toast but uh yeah they, he he does by, by that nature he does happen to speak a little more of the language that conservatives speak uh just just based on that which by the way is is uh, one of the things that you're seeing in cities like Minneapolis and St. Paul, not a single person with any business experience whatsoever on the city council or in the executive branch. Dean Phillips is something of a rarity in the in the yeah. Democrat Party. You, you don't find any other business people in the uh, in the in the Democrat uh, co- uh, con- uh, delegation uh, from right. Minnesota here. So I'll tell you what, you can make that a project, Dan. You see if you can, can convince yeah. some others. Now, in terms of, of calling out things like the NEA, I mean, people have been talking about this since I became a conservative. When I first voted for Reagan in 1984, there were conservatives saying, why are we, why are taxpayers funding the dreck that comes from the National Endowments of the Arts and Humanities? I mean, you may recall the Robert Mapplethorpe and, uh, and, and Victor Serrano ex- uh, controversies where, yeah. uh, where, where, quote, artists, end quote, created, quote, art, end quote, that was basically blasphemous uh, trash, but it got called art and it got paid for by uh, you and I. And yeah. and even back then, uh, it was impossible. It was bulletproof because it, it, you'd have to expend so much political capital to kill these things off. Uh, right. And and the Democrats defend them to the death because, of course, they're a key part of winning the battle for the culture. And I don't think conservatives fight the battle for the culture. So, for, uh, we we, we could, this will be a longer conversation. I, I do want to have this, Dan. Yeah. But uh, my my two cents for my for my part, 
what I'm doing to fight this dreck is to call it yeah. out when I see it. Anyway, thanks for your call, Dan. We're up against a break here. Appreciate you calling. And uh, we'll definitely have to do some more music at some point here. At any rate, we'll talk about that in a moment here, too. So, uh, yeah, that, I, calling out dreck like the National Endowment for the Arts or, or things that are produced by it, well, both, and the, and, and the NEH, and, by the way, the things that they have spawned in academia and in American cultural life, calling it out, waving it out there for people with brains in their heads to see and render judgment on and to become active about, that's part of the battle right there. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Northern Avenue, somebody's playing strawberry fields on the radio. I don't know what it means. It's hot out and it's sticky and all that I can figure out. It's something about growing up. It's something about dreams. Policies issued by American General Life Insurance Company, Houston, Texas. Not available in all states. For details, visit AIGdirect.com. It takes a lot of courage to face your own death, but I'm glad I finally did. See, I was putting off getting life insurance to protect my family, even though I knew it was important. Then my neighbor's husband died. I watched her struggle emotionally and financially. It really made me face reality. If my husband died, how would I pay the mortgage, the car payments, or keep up the life the kids and I had? I realized I needed to get us life insurance right away. So I called AIG Direct. In less than five minutes, I had a quote. I was shocked at how affordable it is. Just $14 a month for $250,000 of term life coverage. I feel so much better knowing my family has protection. Call AIG Direct right now for a free no-obligation quote. The call takes less than five minutes, and you can save up to 70%. Call now, 1-800-458-3263. That's 1-800-458-3263. 1-800-458-3263. If you have hair loss, then I have great news for you. This is Mike Greenlee, familiar voice with Minnesota hockey fans. I urge you to log on to INeedMoreHair.com. I'd like to introduce you to the only permanent solution to hair loss, INeedMoreHair.com. You will find some of the most experienced hair transplant specialists in Minnesota. Their doctors have given patients from around the world, including some of the most prominent celebrities, a full head of hair. They can do the same for you. If you have hair loss and want more hair, go to INeedMoreHair.com. Here's the best part. Their technique is so advanced, their results are guaranteed in writing, and their prices are the best in the business. Prices as low as $3 per graft. Their office is conveniently located in Egan. INeedMoreHair.com will allow you to see a more confident reflection of yourself. That's INeedMoreHair.com. The consultations are free, and the results are amazing. Check out INeedMoreHair.com for complete details. INeedMoreHair.com. Experience you can trust. Prices you can afford. remember when we found out we were expecting you and we were so surprised. You were? Yep, but then we heard your heartbeat and knew you were going to change our lives. What happened after that? Well, you grew and grew in my tummy. You started kicking, sucking your thumb, and even making a fist. No wonder I was a surprise. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives or assistance or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call one 800 36 or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Or better yet, simply dial pound 250 on your cell phone and say the key word pro-life. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. Hey, don't forget, AM1280 The Patriot is hosting a special March Mayhem sale for all business owners and nonprofits. Only 10 sales packs are available, and it's a first-come, first-served kind of thing. So once we're sold out, boom, that's it. Special deal is $2,500, which will get you connected with up to five fifty thousand rather, of your best prospects, plus uh, twenty-five uh, five thousand would be good. 50000 is 10 times as good. Anyway, uh, plus 25 on-air ads this month. Uh, don't just get a hold of the deal before it's gone. Call 651 289 
4444 or go to am1280thepatriot.com. Operators are not standing by, but they will call you back very promptly. Oh, trust me. They will call you back promptly because that's what we do. That's what keeps this station on the air and keeps, well, your business on the air. March Mayhem. I have, uh, by the way, speaking of, of March uh, events, I have I have uh, pre-shredded my March Madness bracket, just saving everyone the trouble because, really, that's all I can ever do when it comes to college hoops. Uh, and baseball season's coming up, so who cares? Anyway, uh, the subject I was really talking about, and taking a, a sideways drive-by smack at the National Endowments of the Hearts, uh, Arts and Humanities, and by the way, at the, quote, <laughs> artists, <laughs> end quote, that they create, that they spawn, that they subsidize in the same way that uh, pouring garbage into your basement will spawn and subsidize cockroaches and mice. But I digress. Uh, the, the point isn't so much to take swipes at them. The point is to lead up to to another point here. And, and, and it ties into the hatred point that I was broaching towards the end of that last segment, uh, which is here you have, quote, people of color, men and women of color and LGBT uh, people, uh, members of the community, yada, 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 walking white men around, basically what some would call a hate crime if the if the situation was reversed. And it's just it's as such it's a way of expressing their loathing, their hatred, their contempt for people who are not like them. Which you may not want to call it a hate crime, but it is bigotry. It is a form of of, of prejudice and, and, and chauvinism and and really just fairly disgustingly smug level of entitlement. But that's not the 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 point really here is the hate, not just for a, 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 a junction on the intersectionality matrix. What it is is contempt for something much bigger and something where if you say you have contempt for this bigger thing, they will react askance. In fact, they will take umbrage. I've had this happen with progressive friends of mine who say, where someone will say, well, you kind of sound like you hate America. The idea of America, not just the country, not just the 50 states, not just the flag, not just the baseball hot dogs and apple pie, but the idea of America, the idea of a free association of equals, the idea of government that governs by consent of the governed, the idea that one person has one vote and we're all basically equal in the great scheme of things. You kind of hate that. To which they'll say, hey, don't you accuse me of hating America. Put up your dukes, bucko. I've had that happen. I mean, I've seen that happen, not directed at me, uh, but it happens. Maybe less frequently now than it did 20 years ago. I think there's less pretense of being, quote, American, end quote, on the big left. In fact, I hear it quite uh, <laughs> quite loudly among some circles, among some of the people in my professional circle who are quite out progressives and, and have no qualms about inflicting it on their coworkers. God bless them all, uh, who say one of the reasons they hate country Western music is it's got all these things that they can't stand, like patriotism. Okay, that's fine. It's a free country. Believe what you want. Think what you want. I will defend your right to believe it. But it's the idea that underneath all of this, there's a hatred for the idea of America, what America stands for, not just not just the big, fairly e the, the the political platitudes about about freedom of speech, religion, press, and assembly. Those those are the easy ones, all things considered, unless you're a conservative college student, obviously. But the idea of the practical aspects of what this freedom is supposed to mean, and if you're a conservative, those practical aspects are the free market, self reliance, uh, the ability to sustain oneself. Uh, and one's community and one's family without having to uh, inflict it on other people. And I, I've voiced this in the past that I think that there's it's entirely possible that, that progressives, as opposed to liberals, progressives, probably do care for the idea of America in some sense. Now, the idea, of course, when you're have, trying to have a debate to the extent that either side is anymore, is trying to understand the language each other are speaking and the terms each other are using. Now, to America, 
to, I should say, to a conservative, a classical American conservative of the Buckley, Kemp, Reagan model, America is about the things that I rattled off at the top of the segment. Free association of equals, government that governs by consent of the governed, uh, inalienable rights granted to us not by government but by the creator of the universe in which we live, that cannot that, that can be taken away, that, that are not granted to you by government, can be taken away, but only illegitimately, notwithstanding the fact that they are taken away from most people in the world and all too many people here in this country, quite frankly. But that is what America is, these ideas. And it's my suspicion that to people on the left, the big L left, the big liberal left, the big P progressive left, America is an administrative body that administers resources and directs those resources upwards and downwards through uh, the chain of authority. Uh, they, they probably wouldn't put it quite that cynically, but they basically do see America as a pool of 320 million mouths that need to be fed and kept happy enough to keep the tax dollars coming to them. And going the other way, some services that needed to be provided to need that need to be provided to those 320 million mouths, quote, for their best interests, end quote. And again, that makes me sound cynical. I am freely admitting I'm putting thoughts, words in their mouths and potentially thoughts in their heads. I'll also suggest to you, and I would welcome the chance to, to debate any progressive on this, that I'm not inaccurate. And I say that because while I push back against the notion of gaslighting other people just as strenuously as I push back against being, you know, gaslit, they do put some signs out there that's exactly what they mean piece that came out uh, yesterday, uh, actually earlier this morning in the Daily Caller, uh, Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who, by the way, I'm sick of talking about. Quite frankly, I think she's out there as a big shiny squirrel to distract the attention of the, ser- of the less serious people. On the other hand, and, and I'm going to start rationing myself in my, in my references to uh, Representative Ocasio-Cortez on the broadcast here, because quite frankly, I think she is... Uh, basically put out there to soak up a lot of attention while the, the, the Pelosi crowd actually does the voodoo it does uh, while, while people are focusing their attentions elsewhere. Nonetheless, there is something that is germane to the conversation here. So if it pleases the court, I will quote the Daily Caller from this morning. Quote, Ocasio-Cortez sat down with the Intercept's senior politics editor, Brianna Gray, to talk about the progressive left's next move. Quote, What's really hard for people to sometimes see is we're on the path of a slow erosion and the slow, 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 just like, like totally move away from what we've always been. Ocasio-Cortez began by explaining how she feels that America has moved away from what it should be. You totally won't even realize that you've drifted like, oh, like a hundred miles, dude. Uh, she then appeared to suggest, mm-hmm. Okay, so let's absorb that. America isn't what it's supposed to be. You don't even realize, all of you peasants who aren't the boss, don't realize that you've drifted away from what America is supposed to be. And that's why my values, the values of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez uh, and the democratic socialist uh, policies that she has been flogging represent, uh, she appeared to suggest, suggest core American values, arguing we had just strayed so far from them that we just don't know them anymore. Quote, so totally when someone's talking about, quote, our core like they're I'm OK, I'm going to read this straight as a straight quote because it's going to sound like I'm I'm spoofing her voice. So when someone's talking about our core, they're like, oh, this is radical, but this isn't radical. This is what we've always been. No, it's not never been what we've been i mean it's it's what it, to some extent what regimes of the left uh, administrations of the left uh, since woodrow wilson have been foisting on us it's become the bureaucratic status quo but no it's not what we've always been if you're a conservative if you're conservative, what we've always been is the, the, what Calvin Coolidge and, and William McKinley and Grover Cleveland, and for that matter, uh, every president before Woodrow Wilson, 
worked with. A very limited federal government that recognized, one way or the other, the intrinsic limitations that the Constitution put on our government. That's the way it's, quote, always been, except for this 80-year-long diversion, well, now officially 100-year-long diversion into progressivism. Whereas to big left, whether they're dinosaurs like Bernie Sanders or 29-year-old government Barbies like Alexander Ocasio-Cortez, anything before you became aware is ancient history. A hundred years, well, that's what it's always been. So the point being, progressives may like some idea, conservatives love an idea of America that we've strayed from and that we have the capacity to bring us back to limited government, enumerated rights, enumerated powers, government of the people, by the people, free association of equals, self-government. Progressives love an America where outcomes are assured by an all-knowing, all-benevolent authority that looks out for everyone's, quote, best interest. Can you tell I hate that term? We'll come back to that. Northern Alliance A Radio Network, AM twelve eighty, the Patriot. Uh six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. Should you disagree with me, I would welcome hearing you. Pronto. Be right back. AM 1280, The Patriot. Many people today think the Bible, the most influential book in world history, is not only outdated, but also irrelevant, irrational, and even immoral. Dennis Prager here. I've written a book, The Rational Bible, Genesis to prove otherwise. My new book demonstrates clearly and powerfully that the Bible remains profoundly relevant both for the great issues of our day and in each of our lives. The Rational Bible Genesis comes out this May, and I want to invite you to join me for an exclusive pre-launch event for my book on May 6th in Orlando, Florida. That will be the first day it will be available to the public. Get your tickets today. Be part of a full-day celebration with me and our partners at TBN. Come and be part of the studio audience for the taping and live broadcast of my radio show after the broadcast i'll discuss my new book answer your questions and you'll get a signed copy of the rational bible genesis join me in orlando on may 6th get your tickets today when you visit my website dennisprager.com and click on the rational bible banner see you in orlando join gene sullivan each week on where you live where he takes on uh gene who do you take on anyway Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. I loved playing high school sports. I love the competition, the camaraderie, the bands, the crowds, all the pageantry, and I wanted to keep playing. But I graduated. No colleges called, and neither did the pros. So, to stay close to the game I loved, I decided to become a high school official. You know, a referee. When I played high school sports, I learned the importance of integrity, good sportsmanship, and respect for the rules. Now, as a high school official, I get to help model these same values to others. Maybe the colleges and the pros didn't call, but the kids in Minnesota did. And now, I'm enjoying the competition, the camaraderie, the bands, the crowds, and all the pageantry of high school sports all over again. Interested in becoming a licensed high school official? Go to highschoolofficials.com to learn more and begin the application process. How can you draw closer to God and increase your knowledge of His Word? Start today at BibleStudyTools.com. By reading four chapters a day, you'll read the entire Bible in less than a year. Or pick a specific topic, such as the life of Christ or the New Testament. Choose among more than 20 free Bible reading plans from 45 to 100 days. BibleStudyTools.com lets you choose your favorite translation. Track your progress and grow your faith online at BibleStudyTools.com. 
1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488, the number to call. Join us. Please, do it. Uh, by the way, um, all sorts of stuff going on here at AM 1280, The Patriot, including uh, the big one, the Stand With Israel, well, one of the big things, the Stand With Israel tour. Uh, it's an extraordinary 10-day adventure through Israel. The Stand With Israel tour is December 10th through, excuse me, 2nd through the 11th uh, this coming uh, winter. So you get to go through Galilee, Jerusalem, Tel Aviv, get expert insight on the land and historic sites, awesome accommodations, great food. By the way, uh, anything, if you like any form of Mediterranean food, from Italian through Greek to uh, to any of the Arabic uh, cuisines, they all kind of pile up in one big food drift in Israel. Best food you'll ever run into. And by the way, safe transportation on this once-in-a-lifetime experience. Hmm. They got a wall. Huh. Anyway, uh, Dennis Prager and Mike Gallagher will lead the trip and provide conservative perspective on the incredible land of Israel. Go to am1280thepatriot.com, register right now. Or as they say in Hebrew, no, that's not. I can't. I should not be doing this. This is just, it's, it's been one of those days. Anyway, talking about how the two sides, uh, the progressive left, the, uh, the conservative right, uh, have different languages about how they express what, I would call their how they value America. I would say love of country. Uh, that 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 puts a lot of thoughts in people's heads. But the idea being you know, how how you see this country is a good or bad thing, and 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 what you see your role in quote uh, caring about America is. If you're a conservative, it likely involves trying to undo the mistakes of this past 100 years, the mistakes of Woodrow Wilson, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, uh, those two, of course, and uh, Lyndon Baines Johnson, uh, Barack Obama, uh, the big four names in, in the history of, of progressivizing American society, uh, making uh, t- turning America from the ideal of, of, of egalitarian self-government to a uh, authoritative bureaucracy that decides what is uh, what what is best for you. I mean, you see this all the time. You, one of the th- first things, uh, one of the most constant things liberals turn to, uh, progressives, I should say, turn to when trying to chide conservatives or at least people who are not voting sufficiently for them with enough ardor is to say, well, you're just voting against your best interests as defined by the people who brought us Obamacare and... Uh, Detroit and Baltimore and Newark and Camden and North Minneapolis and Dayton's Bluff and St. Louis and New Orleans and Stockton. And you see where I'm going with this. If you people have a command of best interests, show us, oh, Chicago, show us where those interests are actually, you know, good. Back to Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. I th- think all these things sound radical compared to where we are, she concluded, but where we are is not a good thing, she says. Uh, and, and I have to say, we are the wealthiest nation in history. To be a poor person in America today, with all the travails it has, and I have been a person of limited means in our society, it can be difficult. If you compare that with what it's like being a poor person in Mexico or Honduras or or or, or Russia, for that matter, you can't compare the two, not just in terms of economic well-being, but but ability to rise out of poverty. There's no comparison. And by the way, you can look at, quote, democratic socialist countries like Denmark and Sweden that have good chances of, of, for people to rise out of poverty through one means or another. And they've got that because of us. They do. So when Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez says, but where we are is not a good thing. And this idea of like 10 percent better than garbage, it shouldn't be what we settled for. What she's saying in as many words is the America that she is, quote, working for, end quote, today is garbage or garbage we have surmounted by a matter of about 10 percent. Now, again, Berg's seventh law indicates essentially, to put it in in, in uh, psychological terms, that progressives are projecting their visions of their worlds themselves, their psyches, their problems upon the rest of this country. And Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, frame of reference is the Bronx, uh, 
New York City, uh, and say what you will about New York City, but it's it's pretty much shows the uh, the pitfalls of what and and in some cases the 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 high points of what big government can do. And and by the way, as uh, long as Bill De Blasio's uh, is the mayor of New York City, it will continue to show the degradation of the of those accomplishments. Say what you will about Rudy Giuliani and even Michael Bloomberg, but they ran a city that was uh, safe for its size. That's changing. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is projecting the notion upon all of us that America, the America she experiences, like so many progressives, could be okay if we were just more progressive. The exact, uh, by, by, by progressive, we mean more more government seeing to equal outcomes as opposed to more government leaving room for equal opportunities, which is the mirror image idea that we conservatives have or should have. Anyway, uh, and, and by the way, she continues to say this, uh, a tweet that came out this morning from The Hill, Alex, Representative Alex, uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, quote, to me, capitalism is irredeemable. So, she may or may not want what's best in her image for America, but her image of where America is and what we need to improve on that she has projected out to us, like all progressives, it's not just Ocasio-Cortez. This is all mainstream progressive thought, the idea that America is 320 million good people, basically, who's if we could just make all their outcomes more equal, and, of course, we, the ones who are running the government, we're, we're, are duly enough rewarded for administering that equality and the process leading to that equality, uh, then it'll be a perfectly fine place. When you understand that's how they see America, I mean, either as the, as the, as the sort of cynical uh, cesspool that Ocasio-Cortez points out, which is really isn't that different than the America that those, quote, artists at the beginning of the hour were talking about, where Americans are a, a bunch of hateful white guys in MAGA hats. What you see is their love for America is a love for getting rid of the things they detest about America. And that's where the communication problem sets in. Oh, we'll be talking more about that soon. Northern Alliance, AM 12A, The Patriot. Me in for Brad Carlson. Back in a moment. Ready for work. <laughs> uh, I've your toothbrush way in the back of the drawer. Good luck finding it. Oh, and the bathroom light is out again. At least it'll be harder for you to see the shower stains. <laughs> is your old, worn-out bathroom taunting you like this every morning? New Windows for America to the rescue. Yes, New Windows for America does bathroom replacement. Let them remake yours with a new, easy-to-clean tub, modern shower, and surround. They have a wide selection of bath products and design options to help you create a bathroom that is stylish and gives you the functionality that you need. New Windows for America can have them installed fast in as little as one day for most homes at an affordable price. In fact, it's as low as $79 per month now for Sebastian Gorka's America First listeners. Tired of your dingy old bathroom mocking you? Google New Windows for America today and check out their bathroom replacement and other home improvement products. Offer ends March 31st. It may not be stomach issues. For me, it's intense gas or pain or diarrhea, sometimes all at once, over and over. I spent years with the symptoms but could never figure it out. No matter what I did, they never went away. So I decided to break it down for my doctor and get really specific about my symptoms. We discovered that exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI, may be the reason for my stomach issues. EPI is caused by my pancreas. It leads to diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, unexplained weight loss, and oily stools. The symptoms just don't go away. But EPI can show up with even one symptom. The good news? EPI is manageable. But to get to the right diagnosis, you have to break it down for your doctor and get specific about the severity of your symptoms. Visit IdentifyEPI.com to learn more and use the symptom checker to help change the conversation with your doctor. Brought to you by AbbVie.
Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-444-2013. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million million dollars of affordable term life for you. All you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-444-2013. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-444-2013. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-444-2013. 800-444-2013. AM 1280, The Patriot is WW. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.